God bless the city of Rock Hill. Rock Hill is such a special place. You're going to know Rock Hill from more than Football City USA. Pathways, Indoor Center, Knowledge Park. It's just a wonderful time to be in Rock Hill right now. The city of Rock Hill is one of the only destinations that fully gets it. It builds world-class venues that are better than anywhere in the United States. Hello and welcome to Rock Hill CityCast, where we aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. My name is Matthew Cray. Alongside me to my right, Ashley Studebaker, and two guests in-house with us today. So we have a full table, and you guys go ahead and introduce yourself and give your full position title. Awesome. Hi, everyone. Glad to be back with you guys. Oh, My name is Cameron Mitchell. I get the pleasure of serving as Workforce and Talent Development Coordinator for the city, specifically working in economic and urban development. And hi, everyone. I'm Mallory Snyder. I am Vice President of Business Development for Visit York County. Awesome. Well, uh, before we get into some fun questions and then the real questions, uh, if each of you would just take some time, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you got to the position you are now. Well, Mallory, we'll start with you. Sure. So I am a Maryland native. Um, I lived in St. Pete, Florida uh, prior to moving to Fort Bill uh, about two years ago. Um, Joined Visit York County. I have a background in economic development um, and just really loved everything that um, our organization has done. So um, joined Visit York County uh, about two years ago, and uh, my role really is to focus on a workforce development and then also how we can make ourselves as a destination marketing organization more relevant to um, local employers. And did you move down here for the job? I did not. Um, my husband is a pilot, so he um, was commuting to the Charlotte airport, so we finally decided to, to make the move. Wow. So. Cool. And love it. We're here for good. So (laughs) nice. And Cameron. Yeah. So started this position about um, six months ago now. Um, Came to Rock Hill from the Charlotte area, but I'm actually originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, Came to school at Winthrop, graduated in 2019, Uh, did a couple internships up in Washington, realized it was way too expensive for a recent grad, um, came back down to Rock Hill, got really involved in the community, actually a founding member of Bell as well. And I know we talk about that a little bit in our other podcast episodes, but um, really just have a passion for workforce development and talent development. Um, I believe, you know, careers have the ability to change people's lives. And that's why I love the work that I do. So that's how I got here. So both have kind of the workforce development passion, but you're so Cameron centered towards city and Mallory County. Correct. So um, with Visit York County, this is a new initiative for us. So I think with the pandemic, um, the issues surrounding hospitality workforce were really amplified. um, And we saw a need to support that effort in some way. So when I was brought on, we started a new um, effort that was very intentional in 2021. So um, we spent really the last year just getting um, a feel for what issues were there. Um, And we've found that obviously there are issues, but um, we can implement some really great near-term solutions. Cool. We'll consider that a tease for the the real real <laughs> questions, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna play a game of two truths and a lie. So I have uh, constructed uh, two sets of two truths and a lie, and you guys have to try and figure out which one is the lie. And I want to hear your thought process, what you're thinking, because of course people can't see the hopeful confusion on your face. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Stop I don't you know them here, either. Right? So this all right, is... yeah, this is uh, news to Ashley as well. The loudest animal 
is the sperm whale, recording its sound at 230 decibels, 80 decibels louder than a jet plane. When a baby blue whale is born, it stays with its mother for two years before separating to be on its own. And blue whale hearts weigh almost a ton and beat once every 10 seconds. What? All right, I'll read them again. (laughs) So one of those is a lie and two are true. The loudest animal is the sperm whale, recording its sound at 230 decibels, 80 decibels louder than a jet plane. When a baby blue whale is born, it stays with its mother for two years before separating to be on its own. And blue whale hearts weigh almost a ton and beat once every 10 seconds. I have a guess, but I'll let wow, you go first. Wow, Matthew, I would have studied marine biology if I <laughs> right. knew this was coming. <laughs> I feel very inequipped right now. <laughs> I'm going to say the heart because a ton is a lot of weight for okay. just the heart for yeah. a heart and to beat once every 10 seconds. But then I'm like, they live in the ocean, so they move slow. So that could be possible. Mm-hmm. But final answer, the heart, the heart. All right. <laughs> and I didn't tell you these were coming. Ashley, do you have do you have a thought as well? I also believe three is the heart one is a ton just seems a little bizarre to me. Mallory. I'm 100% with you, and I'm also curious to what you put into Google to find these <laughs> selections for us. So, so the lie is actually number two. Oh, interesting. I made that up, and when I went back to look at what the actual answer to that was, uh, baby blue whales stay with their mother for 11 months. Wow. Um, so I just oh. made that up and then went back. But uh, what happened was I just googled fun facts and the first one happened to be about the sperm whale and so i was like let's just make them all whale related (laughs) fun facts about whales and then i just made one up all right so that's one here is the we'll see if we can do better on this second one all right so one of these is a lie mcdonald's has a secret menu item called the mcbeef when you order the mcbeef you receive a triple cheeseburger with bacon in between each patty topped with a special sauce yeah Cheese is the most shoplifted food in the world. (laughs) And the CEO of Food for the Poor, one of the largest international food relief organizations, is named Robin Mafood. (laughs) Wow. Mallory, what do you think? I'm going to let you go first this time. (laughs) The CEO name seems really far-fetched. Okay. That's my guess. So we've got one vote for Mr. Robin Mafood. I'm going to go with with cheese being shoplifted. I, you know, because it's like, it's one of those things that is kind of expensive for cheese. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is that the thing that's most shoplifted? <laughs> I'm going to go just for the sake of being different. I'm, I do believe one, though, is wrong. McBeef, I don't know. That's weird. I feel like we would have heard this on TikTok. Mm. Like, you know, mm, if it really true. was secret. But cheese, I think, would be the most shoplifted food because only a handful of people don't like cheese <laughs> and if i was to shoplift food i don't but i would probably shoplift cheese i i'm just so proud i split the room when i, I wrote these like 10 minutes ago or came up with these uh mcdonald's is a lie yeah. cheese is the most shoplifted food and the ceo of food for the poor is named wow. robin mafood wow Maybe wow. i need to give out cheese at my next crazy. event yeah. <laughs> there you go Cool. Well, that was a little bit of fun that we like to have at the beginning, just to you know break the ice a little bit. Uh, but you guys are actually here to talk about something different. It's the Hospitality and Civic Advancement Internship Program. Did I say that right? You did. Yeah. I did. All right. What what is that? 
So this is a result of the workforce development effort I mentioned. Um, really, it's a work experience for um, juniors and seniors who are participating in an accredited program um, of a hospitality um, course of work. And the goal is to bring um, diverse new talent to this market um, and spend a summer here uh, participating in your typical internship, but then we're also giving them um, some leadership development training um, and cultural awareness, civic awareness. Um, so the group will um, not just be working with an employer, but they'll get to learn about York County, um, go to Carowinds, you know, meet with elected officials, um, things like that. So visit York County, what is your specific role in that? So we are the destination marketing organization for Visit York County. Um, we obviously do everything that we can to support hotels, restaurants, and attractions. Um, and so again, we saw a need to do that, I think, early last year. Um, and so this is a product of um, you know, our efforts to just support that sector as best we can. And I guess counter question Rock Hill's role, because you guys will be working together. Yeah, absolutely. So as a city in York County, you know, one of the um, things we well, I did when I first got into my role is just really identified what areas do we really need to focus on building these pipelines, these talent pipelines. And um, I think I've mentioned this before, but, you know, our three focus industries right now are advanced manufacturing, information technology and hospitality and tourism. So because that is an industry that we're already looking to build talent in, it was kind of a natural connection to fall into this program and support the efforts of Visit York County um, as a place where students can come and really see that work live environment. Now, Mallory, you mentioned summer. Is this specifically a summer internship? It is, um, and we're trying to call it more of a work experience. So um, we're modeling the program after something that Explore Charleston did last summer for the first time. They work with the HBCU Hospitality Consortium, which is a group of um, HBCUs up and down the East Coast with accredited um, programs and we work with them to expose their students to the employers that are here and the opportunities that are here um, because somebody may have no idea that the Greenway is here and there's mm -hmm. tons of opportunity with them and Cornhole and Fish Market and um, some of these other employers. So Now uh, I was reading kind of up on this program it's a 10-week paid program correct? Yeah. How is that's incredible because you just don't hear of that very often but how is that made possible? So really, the employers are paying um, the students minimum wage, just as they would anyway. Um, we see this as we're providing them with just another source of great talent, another pipeline to recruit candidates. Um, and we are so fortunate, and through my great conversations uh, with Cameron, that we kind of came to this idea to not just engage the out-of-state students, but also, you know, we have some amazing, talented students that are at York Tech and Winthrop and Clinton. So. Uh, we're working with the city to supplement some of those wages for the employers. So did you guys just sit down and try and brainstorm this puppy up or did one <laughs> of you hear about Charleston and want to bring that here? How did, how did this come to be? So um, when I started my role, you know, I was really wanting to just understand who are the players already out there working on workforce development and specifically in those industries that I talked about. So um, met with Mallory and we just immediately clicked and she had she literally came with a folder of this program already built out and I was like this is wonderful I have some funding that I can help your employers you know pay their interns and so it was like again the perfect match because 
for us as a city, yes, we have some very talented students here in our area locally, but we don't know the talent that's across the state. And if we can get them to come to our area and bring their thought leadership, bring their new fresh perspectives, that helps us br better bring a community together. So I think it's really important to not only focus on the students that we have right here, right now, because honestly, our institutions don't necessarily focus on hospitality and tourism. And so we might need to bring in some outside players to fill that gap, right, for employers that are in the area to then make it more um, attractive for other employers in hospitality to come on board as well. And what are some of the ways that you guys are reaching those students kind of all over the state or even out of state? So um, I think working with the consortium has been a big part of that. We're able to tap into um, the students that are at each of those colleges and universities, again, up and down the East Coast. Um, and then we're also uh, working with York Tech, Winthrop, and Clinton, um, as well as our connections that are more on the professor level to really get in front of the students. Um, and at the end of the day for us, you know, we just want to provide our employers with the best and the brightest candidates. So um, through this program, we're able to do that. So there's a focus on local with the local schools, Winthrop, York Tech, Clinton. Mm -hmm. There's also a focus on HBCUs. Yep. What's the reasoning behind that? You know, I think it's important to diversify the local talent pipeline, um, especially as we're continuing to grow with the Panthers coming in. Um, that's definitely a priority for us. Um, and again, I think just seeing Charleston's model be really successful. Um, we had several conversations with that group and wanted to implement the same system here. Yeah. Well, what else came out of those conversations that you heard from them? This worked really well. Uh, this we did not expect. Tell me about those conversations. I would say the biggest piece was if you do have um, several out-of-state students, housing is a big piece for them. Um, you know, we want to make this as easy on the employers and the students as we can um, because they're going to walk away with this, um, you know, unique skill set and amazing well-rounded experience. But um, we, as Visit York County, will be providing housing as needed through um, our preferred hotel program um, and some other partnerships. Is this considered a micro-internship or something different? Yeah, so this was it, what would not be considered a micro-internship simply because it is more than the four to six week period that we look for to do micro-internships. So this would be more of a traditional internship experience. But as Mallory said, you know, this is more than an internship experience. This is really a work experience because not only are you learning about your specific industry and hospitality and tourism, you're also learning how your career, again, allows you to really live in an area, visit different um uh, attractions in the area, go to different restaurants and things like that. So I think, you know, as we think about building talent and developing talent, we have to see the whole person. Um, and I think this program really sets the model to do that. And I would say too, just to add on to that, you know, we see this as an opportunity to expose this talented group of individuals to this market, not just for a summer, but so that they'll come back, fall in love with this area and want to build their careers and their lives here. Um, so not only is it a short-term solution to provide some great talent for the summer, um, but also a, a longer-term kind of effort. Now, and, oh, go ahead. from the Rock Hill side, there's a, a funding match piece to this. Explain to me how that works. Yeah, what so through um, RHDC and the Talent Development Committee, we have what's known as the Talent Pipeline Program. And this program was actually started back in 2014, um, and it's been very successful up until this point. And so... 
we've actually, um, well, through this program, any participating business or organization can be refunded up to 50% of the costs to pay their intern. So for example, if you pay your intern $10 an hour, we'll reimburse you $5 of that. Um, and it's just a really great opportunity, especially for, you know, more small or medium sized businesses who maybe it would be a, fi- a significant financial impact to bring on an intern. This is kind of helping limit limit that risk and limit the barriers for them to get some talented employees as well. Because, um, again, with those three industries, there's only so many employers in that area. And so a lot of our small businesses fill in these other gaps that students are looking to get experience in. And so the more we can provide them or the businesses with support in that area of getting them talent, especially talent that's just coming out of school. They're very eager and excited to get into the workforce. They bring a very fresh perspective, a different perspective. Um, That's what it's all about for us. So Obviously, this program, the employers that are going to be participating in this hospitality work experience can utilize this program as well. Um, And again, it's just really about attracting other employers that kind of mirror this and who share the same vision to our area. So kind of going back to this program, focusing on HBCUs and the city and the county having that opportunity, do you feel as though... Um, and this is to either or both, um, that this is an opportunity for HBCUs to kind of get out there and get those opportunities that, you know, they so much deserve as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually got to attend the Saluda Business Corridor Association had a HBCU banquet last night and Dr. McCorn from Clinton College was speaking. And it was just really great to hear, you know, what the excitement around HBCUs right now, especially after what's been going on as far as social justice and racial issues over the last two years in our country. And so to have a focus on HBCUs right now and to have one in our area that's truly following that excitement and really utilizing that to increase their funding and get different donations and just provide a better student experience. If we can show them as a city and as a county, we're also supporting those efforts and helping their students get very good work experiences. I think that says a lot about what, who we are as a city and as a community. Absolutely. I think it goes back to the whole concept of community shared value and that, you know, workforce development isn't something that's typical of a destination marketing organization. But we recognize that when we're talking about Rock Hill and Fort Mill and York County, that we're also, you know, we're not just talking to visitors, we're talking to potential students and potential businesses who are also going to resonate with some of the same messaging. Now, so we have the student side of things employers are there specific employers that are participating in this program there are yes okay um so the greenway is participating um american cornhole league we've got several of our uh, preferred hotel groups uh fish market um, and this was something you know that through our partnerships and our interactions on a daily basis with our hotels restaurants and attractions we have a pulse on what they're looking for and what their needs are Um, so we're able to kind of direct students in their way um, and be involved as much or as little as they would prefer all right so let's do a little role-playing exercise because i think it'll help spell it out for people (laughs) and sometimes they're fun so i'm a student (laughs) or uh let's say i'm a local student at winthrop and i hear about this I want to participate. Uh, I guess I heard about it through school. I get in touch with you guys uh, about the program. What would happen next? 
So we would um, conduct a phone interview. Um, we do ask for a faculty recommendation, a cover letter, and your resume. Um, so we would have a sense of kind of where you are and what your interests are. Um, but we would also get a sense of what track you would be interested in. We have um, some employers that would be offering like a parks and rec. Um, track, a sport management track, and then something specific more so to hospitality. Um, so once we have an understanding of what you as a student would be looking for, then we're able to send your resume kind of where it would make the most sense. All right. So I get paired with the place. Um, I guess technically, since I would be living local, I wouldn't have to be housed anywhere. But would people coming from out of town have to pay for that housing or they just live free for the summer? Free for the summer. What Ooh, more could you ask free, for? Right. right. Wow. <laughs> free as me. Uh, and that, again, is something we did learn from Charleston. So I think that's a huge benefit of this program. Um, but you would, in theory, come the last week of May um, or already be here in May. Um, and you would start with that employer through the duration of the summer. The employer would just understand that, you know, every Thursday at three o'clock, you're participating in this leadership development curriculum or you're going to be at wherever participating in an activity. Um, and so we just kind of set that expectation ahead of time. So there's there's a weekly ch- who does this leadership uh, seminar. Is that visit your county or? Um, a good bit of it is visit your county. So um, we are working with several of our partners to facilitate um, different courses that are in their wheelhouse. You know, we can't speak to, we aren't the experts in everything that we want these students to experience. So um, we're we're working through the details of that and um, I'm excited about it. So, yeah. so I do my 10 weeks. I You can decide if I did a good or a bad job. Is there <laughs> some type of follow-up at the end? Uh, so I know from our program, um, at least the employers who go through the talent pipeline program or decide to utilize that is we always do an employer feedback survey and an intern feedback survey. Um, one, because our grant funding partners really need that demographic information to say that we're truly making the impact that we said we were going to make. Um, but also just to see, you know, where we can make this program better. So I'm sure Mallory and Visit Your County would also love that information um, because it's really about the impact to the student and the employer. So we have to make sure that we're doing our due diligence on our end to make sure that we're providing that experience that they're looking for. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, again, we want students to come here for the summer or stay here for the summer, but it's a home run if they want to come back um, and continue with that employer full time. Absolutely. So even though the, the student will go through an interview process, they don't specifically pick the employer is that correct or like can they kind of express the interest of where they want to go absolutely i would say we are happy to send their resume and connect them with as many opportunities as possible um we are really just this extra resource both on the candidate side and on the employer side so um and this is really for the both of you um in terms of how do you think the local community will benefit from this well, one, I think, um, so I hope you guys heard that the housing is free for one and that they're also being paid for this internship. And I know, you know, as being a minority student or I was a minor- minority student, um, a lot of times that is the barrier for getting internship experience is that, you know, even if you go out of state and you're looking to get some experience that's not in your local area, um, maybe you can't do that opportunity because you can't pay for housing. So I think um, it's it's amazing that Visit York County has taken that into consideration because 
the tar- the target population or the target student that they're looking at is going to value that support. And I think, again, with us having Clinton College here, if they see us supporting HBCU students in that way, it, it creates an even better relationship between the city and the college, and we can do even greater things in the future. Absolutely. And I think, you know, why not Rock Hill, Fort Mill, York County? I think a lot of times these hospitality students think they have to go to Hilton Head or to Mm -hmm. Charleston and why not this area? Um, And so as we're continuing to grow, especially again with the Panthers coming in, you know, we have a lot to offer. And I think it's just connecting those dots and um, putting the opportunities in front of these students. Well, what would success look like for both of your sides with this program? Yeah, so I guess I can start um, from a more city focus. I think success looks like for us, these students coming in and really seeing the full possibility of building their career and their life after graduation in Rock Hill. Um, You know, we have a lot of development coming and, you know, hospitality and tourism really is um, an industry that provides a true career path. And so if we can show students that and show them that they can make a livable wage and live in this area and truly live, um, I think that that counts as a success for us. Absolutely. And I would just say, um, you know, for us, I think, again, exposing the students to the career path and what it looks like to grow in an industry. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, making sure these employers have the workers that they need um, and seeing that long term come to fruition is a win for us. I think it goes without saying what the vision or what y'all's vision is for the program. Um, But is there anything else as far as adding to what your vision would be and just more specifically? Yeah, um, I guess so. I would love to see something like this, and this is going a little bit outside of this scope, but I would love to see these type of work experiences be available to all students, um, not just in hospitality and tourism. And it's honestly gotten me thinking about how we can provide these same type of experiences to the students that are not at an HBCU or um, you know, not coming from outside areas, but just the students that we have in our area, how can we better truly show them their career and how it will help them live in Rock Hill and play in Rock Hill, you know, the live, work, play that all economic development uh, people will tell you about. That's really the vision. And I think these type of experiences at the age that they are, you know, coming right out of school really shows them um, that that is possible. Is there a a specific number or a limit on how many you got people you guys can bring in? I was going to say, so our goal is 10 to 12 students, um, and that really came as A, of what we talked with other communities um, who have done this similarly to expect, but B, you know, we have a small staff and originally looking at taking on out-of-state students and facilitating this program, you know, we want to make sure that it's top shelf and we're doing everything to make the experience all that it can be, um, but I think we've found that you know, through our discussions with York Tech and some of these employers, that there is an opportunity to not just target the juniors and seniors. Um, And York Tech is a perfect example. They have related hospitality programs. Um, And so somebody that is within that right now or um, is going to be graduating may be a great fit to be a part of this as well. And the housing location would be uh, just at Winthrop, uh, TBD, or? <laughs> it depends on where the student that would need housing would be placed. Okay. Um, so we do have a preferred hotel program. So if somebody is working at one property or multiple properties, then they would in theory stay at that property. Um, if somebody is going to be working near Winthrop, we would 
obviously utilize Winthrop's partnership, okay. uh, but it's really a case-by-case basis. And um, I guess to kind of finish up, are applications open or when are they open for students? They are open, so please apply. Um, tell your friends if they're uh, interested in hospitality and tourism, um, and you can go to visityorkcounty.com or email info at visityorkcounty.com. Anything big that we've missed or that you guys want to add about this this program? No, I think you guys covered yeah. it. Like You had really great questions, and I hope people really see the value in this. Um, if you're listening as an employer, I hope you get involved and maybe want to take on an intern next summer. Um, and if you're a student, like see the opportunity in this and that know that, you know, we're really going to take care of you when you come to our area. And so um, I'm just really excited and can't wait till May until they get here. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes from May until July, August? First week of August, okay. um, 10 week program that can be flexible per student if it needs to be. Uh, but that's the dates we're, we're really targeting. So. Well, cool. Mallory, Cameron, thanks for coming on and uh, answering all of our questions today. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thanks thanks you for guys. having us. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill City Cast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.